0: When was the last time that you've been to a cemetery? When was the last time you've seen a gravestone? In the last 12 months, I've been to more than a few funerals. I've stood in multiple cemeteries. I've walked around and through those gravestones. And it brings to mind the gospel track that I'm holding in my hand right now. It's one that we've recently reprinted and made available for free worldwide distribution from our ministry, Bible Tracts Incorporated. It's called Memorial Stones. It was written by our founder, Evangelist Paul Levine, many years ago. And I'd like to ask you to stick with me throughout the remainder of this program today because I believe the thought that is communicated by this gospel tract just might be for one of you. There are many people across dozens of states that are listening to this broadcast right now and I cannot know in my human fallible knowledge exactly who this message, who this program today is for but you, right now, might have a sneaking suspicion. You might be able to hazard a guess that I'm talking to you. You see, friend, those gravestones tell us a story. Those memorial stones have a lesson for us today, and I'd like to ask you to join me to come along on this ride while we talk about this gospel tract. And while I'm speaking, while I'm talking and you are listening, if you are under the sound of my voice and you know for sure, God forbid something were to happen to you, and you know, snap your fingers. And you slipped off into eternity. You know for sure you'd go to heaven. Would you pray for the many others that are listening right now that aren't as assured of that fact? The many that are under the sound of my voice that aren't sure of their eternal destiny. Let's talk about these memorial stones. Imagine a little boy walking hand in hand with his dad through a graveyard. Imagine him looking up at his father, so many feet above him, and saying, Daddy, please tell me about these stones. And then imagine the father looking down tenderly and beginning to teach a lesson. He says something like this, Well, son, these stones are loving memorials of departed loved ones. They mark the graves of moms and dads and brothers, sisters, grandmothers, grandfathers, neighbors, and even good friends. Some are in memory of soldiers who died to preserve our freedom. These stones speak of our love and respect for the ones buried here. And if you can't imagine, think of Arlington National Cemetery, my friend, those of you that are listening right now, imagine that father and son walking through those green grass fields marked by the white headstones of soldiers that have given their life for the United States of America and in its armed forces. As they have this conversation, the father maybe continues on and says they solemnly warn that you too must Die. You say, hold on a second, that seems like a heavy conversation for a father and son. Well, let's begin our conversation. Yours and mine, or maybe, just maybe, yours and God's. The man Longfellow, great writer of years past, wrote in the Psalm of Life Our hearts, though stout and brave, like muffled drums are beating. Funeral marches to the grave. The Bible also warns in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27 it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, when your body lies silent in death, where will your spirit be? These gravestones, they speak of certain death, they also speak of sudden death. The gravestones grimly remind you that death is often sudden, that you might in a moment be hurled into eternity with nary a warning. A heart attack, stroke, an accident, and your doom is sealed forever. Paul Levine tells us that a man to whom he gave the message of life some many years ago rejected it. This man rejected the gospel and five hours later staggered and fell dead, clutching his heart. Daily, the headlines scream, the reports of instant death, cars screeched to sudden blinding crashes, and earthly life in just a moment is ended. Planes plunge like fiery meteors, crashing trains, terrifying tornadoes, sinking ships, raging fires, floods, and accidents take their toll in human misery daily, leaving dismembered, broken, mangled, charred bodies in their wake. You say, hold on a second, Brother Micah. Normally, you try to be an encouragement on this program. What have you done today? Why are you speaking this way? Well... Because the Bible tells us, What is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. James 4 verse 14 tells us, Proverbs 27 1, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. What else do these stones speak of? They speak of death, for old and young alike. Those tombstones, imagine them in your mind's eye right now. Think of them, their muted grays. They stand as testimonies that death may come at any age. A minister told Paul Levine, Years ago, again, about a 16-year-old girl who rejected Christ at the close of his message. And 30 minutes later, due to circumstances, of course, beyond her control, she was dead. Like a prowling panther, death snatches the baby from its mother's arms. Death, it's a hideous monster that drowns the laughter of romping children and strangles the life of happy carefree young people. It creeps into the happy home like a phantom to rob the family of mother or dad and like a crawling cat crouching to pounce in savage greed upon an unsuspecting robin. Death stalks both young and old. And friend, if I can say this with all of the power invested in me through this radio program, death is On your trail. What else do those tombstones speak of? Certain death, sudden death, death for old and young alike. This does not sound very encouraging. Where's the good news, Brother Micah? They also tell us. They loudly, if we can imagine, they tell us, get ready. In stupid folly and utter madness, some say, I'm not afraid to die. Leave me alone. There may be some for whom that thought has flickered across your brain right now. In the last few moments of this program, you've thought, forget that nonsense. What shocking unconcern. Friend, are you going to sink into total ruin without a thought of when or how you're going to meet God? Here's where the good news begins. Those gravestones, those funeral fields... They speak of an empty tomb. You see, there is an empty grave in Israel. The Son of God lay dead and buried there, but he arose and is now seated at the right hand of God. And no tombstone marks his resting place. The Bible says he died and rose again that he might destroy him, meaning Satan, that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. The Bible also tells us that there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus in First Timothy 2, five, Through this man, meaning God, through this man, capital M, is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins acts 13:38 the only way you can be ready to die and really ready to live and ready for the lord's return is to receive him please make no mistake about it Salvation is not, has not, and never will be found in rituals, creeds, ceremonies, morality, self-righteousness, or sincerity. It's not found in the church or a lodge. It is found in him, the risen man at God's right hand. You must receive him as your Lord and trust him as your Savior. As many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. John 1.12 A minister came home after a Sunday morning service and sat down to listen to a gospel radio broadcast, much like you're doing right now, while his wife prepared the noon meal. He bowed his head as the radio preacher prayed, but he never lifted his head again. Silently, swiftly, he was gone into eternity, but Thankfully, for his sake, he was ready. The question is, are you? Receive him now. Pray a simple prayer, similar to what I'm about to recite for you. Realize there's no power in the words. The power is in the belief in your heart. But would you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart? Use a prayer something like this. If you'd like to, you could pray it right now. Dear God, realizing that I am a sinner, I now receive God's Son as my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sin, and by His grace, I will live for Him and confess Him as my Lord. Did you pray a prayer just like that? Do you have more questions? Would you like someone to follow up with you? I'd love for you to reach out to me. The announcer will be on in just a moment to give you three or four different ways you can contact us, but let me give you a personal way you can reach out to me. Let me give you a text number. Grab a paper and pen. Open the Notes app on your phone. I'll give you this number really slow, one time. Are you ready? Three, zero, nine. Three, one, nine. Six, seven, two, four, zero. Thank you for listening to this broadcast today. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling.